The road we're on is paved in Garth. Come along on the journey. As we explore Garthology. Think of it more as a conversation. I like that. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. Shut up! Hey guys, it's Deb. And I'm Pete. And I'm Jess. Welcome to another episode of Garthology. In this episode, we will be discussing a great guy in Garth's band, Mr. Robert Bailey. Robert is one of Garth's backup singers, but there's so much more to him. So we will be looking at Robert's early life, his work in a very famous movie, as well as his musical career, both with Garth and with other great artists. Now let's go over to Pete to discuss Robert's early life. Yeah, so I get to start with the young life and into some of the college years of the man, Robert Bailey. Robert Bailey was born February 19th, 1956 in Middleton, Ohio. His father worked at a steel mill and he lost his job in 1959 because as a black man, they say, apparently you're not allowed to ask for a promotion. And that's why they say that he was fired. At that time, his father, Robert Sr., his mother, Joan, along with siblings, Aura, Jodell, Tracy, and Bradford, and Walter, and then himself, they all packed up and moved to Portland, Oregon, hoping for a new life on the West Coast. Once they got there and they settled, his dad was able to get a job with the gas company, and eventually he was able to purchase a house. For his own housewarming gift, I guess, his father bought a surprise to the family in an old upright piano. After it was delivered to the house, spontaneously, the family found themselves gathering around the piano and singing with one another. That was the beginning of the singing group, The Bailey Family. And for Robert, it was the beginning of a musical career with a ton of peaks and a lot of alleys. His mother, Joan, would rearrange old hymns and gospel songs, and they would perform them in churches throughout the Pacific Northwest and Northern California. At one point, there was a church member that recognized Robert's talent and gave him a check for $5 when he was in the seventh grade. She said to Robert, go find yourself a voice teacher and study to do this the right way. Robert recalled that being done. He attended Benson High School and even worked at KGW Radio while he was a student there at Benson High. He continued to sing throughout his high school. He paid for his own voice lessons where he got taught from a tutor in the fine art buildings in Portland. After high school, his college decision came down to two schools, the University of Oregon and Notre Dame. And those are two amazing schools. Yeah, they are. But Robert knew that in his heart that there was only ever one. He knew that Oregon was always going to be his first choice because he knew that they had a great music school. He was at UO for three years on a classical voice scholarship. He took lessons from a well-known opera director, Leslie Bridenthal, I believe. I might have got that right. If I didn't, I apologize. But that's that's where he got a lot of his classical voice and, and tutoring from. Uh, he joined a music group named Shinola, and they recorded with Raspberry Records, a 16-track recording studio. And later on, I'd really like to understand what exactly that means. But he collaborated with blues musicians Robert Cray and Curtis Salgado, who performed regularly in Eugene while on the West Coast Chitlin Circuit. So that gets us to that point. Aunt Deb, what comes next in this amazing man's life? 
Well, the next big section of Robert's life, it may be something you've heard about, but maybe not. In case you didn't know it, Robert was in a very famous movie that was released in 1978. As Pete mentioned, Robert went to the University of Oregon, but the Portland native left the University of Oregon after his junior year to tour with a professional singing group. However, before he moved away, Robert cemented himself in University of Oregon lore by playing as a member of Otis Day and the Nights in National Lampoon's Animal House, the blockbuster comedy starring John Belushi about a fraternity filmed on the UO campus in 1977. John Belushi saw Robert performing with his band Shinola and cast them in Animal House. In the movie, Otis Day and the Knights, a fictional band, are performing at the fraternity's toga party, and Robert is a member of the band The Knights. During his most iconic scene, Robert can be seen playing piano and singing backup vocals in the shout scene. You know, that's the scene. I'm sure you've all seen the movie. If you haven't, you should, because it's fantastic. But that's the scene during the toga party at the fraternity house. And as they start playing that energetic rendition of Shout, the atmosphere in the room just goes crazy. The crowd, comprised of all the fraternity members and other partygoers, quickly get caught up in the rhythm and the energy of the music, including Robert and the rest of the band. So the camera pans across the room, capturing the reactions of all the different characters. The crowd begins to dance and jump, shouting along with the lyrics. I mean, we all know now when Shout plays like we all do it. It's like we all perform that song just like it was in the movie. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The excitement builds, right? Like you can't help it. You have to go crazy during that song. And Robert and all of the other members of the band We're encouraging the audience, and they all got involved. And that's what makes it so iconic. That scene was filmed on October 31st, 1977. And it's just an absolute celebration and serves as one of the most memorable and beloved moments in the film. And absolutely has left a lasting impression on all of the audiences that have seen it. It's contagious energy and unbridled joy. And Robert definitely had a huge hand in that. You can see the joy on his face through the whole scene. Ending up in the U of O music lore came about when Robert's band at the time, Shinola, as we mentioned, came to a sudden halt, which is funny because it happened one night when a bar owner found out that Robert wasn't 21 yet, but he was performing there. (laughs) When discussing the film for a U of O alumni article, Robert was quoted as saying, during one of our gigs at one of the bars, John Belushi actually came into the bar and heard us sing. We thought that was kind of weird and wonderful, but then afterwards, he said that he was here scouting for African Americans for spots in a movie he was going to make, and would we be interested in being in the movie? So that's how I got into Animal House. So I love that story. I love Animal House. It's actually one of my favorite movies of all time. And I love now knowing that Robert was in it. That just makes me so happy because I love Robert. I love all the things that I've seen him do. And now I can look back at this movie he was in and love him for that too. So moving on from Animal House, in 1980, Robert received a record deal from a Christian label out of Phoenix, Arizona. 
the label agreed to spend $40,000 on the album and told Robert he could basically have whatever he wanted. Robert is quoted as saying he could even have the London Symphony Orchestra on my record if he wanted them. There was just one insurmountable issue. When the album was done, it was presented to the president of the record label, who then turned the album down. Robert is quoted as saying, he looked at my face on the cover and said, who authorized this? There's no way that we are going to release his records. The label had already pre-sold 30,000 copies of the record, and once they were gone, a small label in Nashville, Tennessee, bought the master and hired Robert to be an in-house songwriter. Unfortunately, Robert's highs and lows didn't end there. Jess, why don't you tell us what came next for Robert and what led him to Garth? So on top of losing a record deal, Robert was struggling with being a gay man working in the Christian music industry, and those issues played major havoc on his mental health. Ultimately, it caused him to turn to drugs and alcohol for comfort. Thankfully, he had the presence of mind to know something had to change. In 1988, Robert reached out to a dear friend of his who drove him to rehab, where he spent 30 transformative days and came out the clean and sober man he is today. Yay. Awesome. Right? I know. He says when he came out of rehab, though, in 88, he just felt like all of his dreams were dashed. You know, like his career was down the toilet. He was starting back from scratch. People told him he couldn't work in the music industry because it was going to trigger him. And so he spent about six months trying to do other jobs, finding other things to do. But he just never could find anything that made him happy the way that music did. And thankfully for us, things started to look up when he ended up doing a one-off show with Winona, Winona Judd, for those that don't know just from Winona, Winona. (laughs) Uh, as I feel like most country fans do. He was doing a one-off show for her, and that actually turned into a tour. So he toured with Winona from 1992 until 2007. So 15 years he was with her. I mean, that's a good long run. That is. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you get to know people well during that time. And he worked with, you know, he worked with Vicky during that time. And he was working with Vicky actually back in um, just like studio recordings and stuff in the 90s. And funnily enough, that's how he ended up working with Garth. In 1992, Garth was recording Beyond the Season. And Vicky, uh, along with another woman, were heading the choir And so she knew Robert, knew his voice, knew his background, and pulled him in to work with them on the choir music. And he tells the story that afterwards, you know, everybody was so excited to meet Garth, and they were all getting pictures and autographs and stuff. And he just didn't want to do that. Like, he felt like he wanted it to be authentic. He enjoyed working with Garth. He respected him. And so he just told him, you know, thank you very much for the opportunity. And he said it was a great interaction, and they went their own ways. But, you know, Garth called him for every project after that, you know, the next one and the next one. And then they just kept working together. And it's been 30 years now. (laughs) And he still calls him for the next one. So I think that's pretty, pretty telling of probably not just Robert's talent, but his character, because I feel like Garth surrounds himself with good people. He's a good person. And I think so that that says a lot about the person that Robert probably is. And plus, Garth can have anyone like he he called, picked up the phone and called anyone to be on his records. He could get them. 
Yes. Yes. And uh, Robert tells the story a few times of, you know, and we've seen them, so we know they're there, but you know, Garth and Trisha will be like, Hey, we have to take the jet and fly to do some private show somewhere. I need you guys to come. And they're there. So, I mean, when, when you're the speed dial for those kind of events, you know, you're, you're good. Yeah. (laughs) Throughout Robert's career, he's worked with not only Garth and Winona, but some other names you might know, like Dolly Parton and Vince Gill, uh, Reba McIntyre, Kenny Rogers. So he's he's been around and worked with some pretty impressive stars. Um, he did background vocals for Garth and Trisha in the studio and on tour. He's worked on both of their albums. And then most of us, I think at this point, all the Garthologists out there have probably at some point seen them on tour. And you've probably seen him in the background there. He's performed with them at benefit concerts like the Live Earth Show, the Susan G. Komen Benefit Concerts in Kansas City, and the 2008 California Wildfire Relief Concerts, which I know you guys got to we go were to. At every single I one of them. Yeah, I'm so jealous you made it to those and I didn't get to see them. <laughs> he worked with Garth throughout the 90s and early 2000s and was a permanent member of the 2014 to 2017 World Tour, which I did get to see. <laughs> Um, which racked up an impressive 390 shows in three years. And Robert says he shed 50 pounds solely through onstage activity and energy level, like no diet changes, no workout, just doing those shows. He lost 50 pounds. And I believe it. Like you, you guys know, you've seen those shows and how crazy they are. So I believe that Garth says of Robert, he might be better on the road than in the studio. And he's amazing in the studio. He calls him an entertainer extraordinaire who does it without stealing the show or taking away from it. He says he's a perfect 10. Wow. Robert has some fun stories about Garth he's willing to share, such as how, as a special treat, Garth will sometimes, during touring, arrange to have a store stay open late, and then he'll surprise the whole band with gift cards to let them go shopping there. That's awesome. Isn't that so cool? That's really cool. I love that. Or how one time back in 2019, Garth got Robert to sing Shout with him on tour as an homage to his Animal House role, sharing the spotlight and showcasing Robert's impressive range and talent by letting Robert take the lead while Garth backed him up. How cool is that? I love that. You can actually find that video on YouTube. There are a couple of videos posted of that, you know, that people took. And it's amazing to watch them do that song together. You should link that. I will do that. I'll add it to the website. You can see Robert up there in the front, just leading the whole thing and Garth just standing to the back. Oh, love that. Garth says Robert just gets bigger and bigger every time he sees him perform and that he's entertained when he sees him performing during a live show. That's a huge compliment, I would think, coming from the boss man, as Robert affectionately refers to Garth. I mean, for him to say that when he looks over and sees you doing your own thing, that he's entertained by that, I would be humbled. Oh, and yeah. I, I would imagine that Robert is as well. Coming from one of the, the greatest entertainers of all time, right? But what, some people would argue that, that Garth is. So that statement, that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And we agree. The band wouldn't be the same without his charismatic brand of soul, blues, and gospel. And we here at Garthology are so glad Garth found him, collaborated with him, scooped him up, and never looked back. Absolutely. Yes, we are. We love Robert. It's crazy because, you know, we've been to other concerts. I mean, I know it's hard to believe, guys, but we have went to other concerts. (laughs) And I got to be honest with you, like, there's not a lot of other background singers that I pay attention to. But when we're with Garth, like Robert and Vicky are like, you know, can't keep your eyes off a part of it. They're part of it all. They're part of everybody there. So yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. 
I can't tell you the number of pictures I have of Robert. Yeah. Like he's part of the show. I take pictures of him just like I would take of Garth. Yeah, which says so much considering how much everyone knows how much we love Garth and that we're there to see Garth that you still take time to look over and be like, oh, what is he doing? Right. What is she doing? Yeah. You know, that speaks highly of them and their talent. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And for all of those reasons provided, that is why we've decided to showcase Robert today in our episode. We love you, Robert. We thank you for sharing your talent and your gift with us. We are there with you all the time in spirit as well as when we're there live and we are appreciating you all the time so thank you so much robert thanks robert man i really appreciate it but it really is awesome awesome to see what you do up there yeah thanks for sharing your talent robert we love you have you checked out our website at garthology.com yet if not stop by today and check out our past episodes and bonus content including a link to the video of garth and Robert doing Shout. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Finally, be sure to share us with everyone you know. That way you can help your friends in low places become Garthologists too. And speaking of friends in low places, if you are on social media, you can find us at Facebook. We are at www.facebook.com backslash GarthologyCast. If you use Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, we are at GarthologyCast on those three socials. We do appreciate the interaction, the likes, the tweets, the retweets, the messages, and any other thing that you do there. So continue to do it, and we'll continue to get back to you. Thank you so much for the support. You can look for new episodes of Garthology on the 7th, 17th, and 27th of each month. Please join us for our next episode. Until then, thank you for joining us for another episode of Garthology. And happy Juneteenth to all those that celebrate. I'm Deb. And I'm Pete. And I'm Jess. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> you probably want to say bye again because I talked over you. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Finish it! Finish it! So then I was in my head, I was like, would it be weird for Pete and Jess to be two rows behind me? But I mean, the way the stage works, (laughs) she's like, so we're going to the show. I'm going to be right up here. Uh, But you guys are still going to have a great time back there. Let me know what you think. How's it going back there? You you piss on? (laughs)